7th July, Self-Preservation. Posted 8th July, 2022. In our last episode of the week, Ben is thankfully just about spared from the Phil is dead saga, though is unfortunately distracted by some Peter-related drama instead. We also get a glimpse of Callum struggling to commit to his lad's holiday suggestion to Stuart, and an insightful observation from Ben about his dad. The episode continues from the previous one, where Phil's just been set upon by his prison enemies, while Sharon has another wail in the middle of the street, after apparently confirming that the fatality on the prison ward was in Phil's prison cell. Ben and the Beals are having dinner. It's quiet and rather awkward, so Kathy attempts to fix the atmosphere by asking everyone how their day was. After some more silence, Bobby ends up throwing Kathy a bone by telling her a customer gave him a £10 tip at the restaurant. She nudges Ben into agreeing that's great, but Ben doesn't appreciate being forced into participating in small talk, and instead he makes a sarcastic comment about a tenor nearly being enough for a new prayer mat. Ouch. Still, it looks like he's eating for once, even though it might just be to give himself something to do while he's sitting there listening to Kathy try to hold a conversation with any of them. There's the occasional glance between Ben and Peter too, and Ben's irritated when Peter scoffs at Kathy's suggestion that she and Ben watch an old film together once she learns he's not going to the bar lunch. I think it's Ben being both protective of his mum, as that's who the look was aimed at, and also being a bit defensive of their idea of a good time. I also wondered if there's an element of Ben being aware of the fact that Kathy is paying him particular attention and feeling a bit guilty for that in the presence of Peter. In response to being challenged, Peter simply gets up and takes his dinner with him, dumping it into the sink in the kitchen. Kathy confronts him about his venomous glares aimed at Ben, insisting that Ben's going through a lot of stuff at the moment and that they're a family. It feels like Peter's issue is jealousy and the feeling that Kathy is putting Ben first rather than anything specifically to do with the attack itself. It doesn't seem like he wants to confront Ben about it particularly, or seek justice. He just wants to know why Ben's being treated, in his eyes, with kid gloves. A bunch of misfits that share DNA is surely most families in any case. Surprisingly, even though Ben isn't going to the bar launch, a venture being overseen by Kat, Sharon and Sam, which is being named Peggy's after Ben's gran, it looks like Callum decided to, albeit with Stuart in tow. Maybe he thought he'd run into Ben, or be able to at least see him, because I get the feeling he hasn't since around the time he and Frankie saw him in Walford East. He heard from Bobby that Ben was hiding away, and then Ben went on holiday with Jay, so maybe he's getting curious now. Ben's quite clearly on his mind in any case, as he suggests to Stuart that they go on a lad's holiday for a week or two. Coincidence, or did he hear that's what Ben and Jay did, and so wants to try the same with his own brother? They're certainly framing it as an odd suggestion from Callum, going by Stuart's surprised reaction, and the revelation that they haven't actually been on a holiday together for at least 20 years. And back then, it sounds like Stuart took part in a little light torture for 11-year-old Callum, burying him in the sand and making him panic that he'd drown when the tide came in. Still, Callum's willing to try again now. Stuart asks where they'd go, and Callum tells him anywhere but Ibiza, because he was meant to be going there with Ben, I assume this summer. Yeah, he's totally over it. He suggests Greece. Tony is a quarter Greek, after all. Little tidbit for you there. But then Stuart mentions Vegas and how he and Rainey talked about going there doing crazy stuff before the smile slips from his face and it's like he remembers that Rainey's gone. So it's just as bad an idea as Ibiza would be. Callum winds up regretting bringing the idea up in the first place, assuring Stuart that it was just a thought as they both sip their beers mournfully. 
They hang around for the rest of the bar launch, which gradually descends into chaos between the scenes with all the Phil is dead stuff. Peter soon turns up to speak to Jay, wanting to know why everyone's treating Ben like an unexploded bomb. Not sure where he's got everyone from, since it's literally just Kathy. Although it's rather astute of him to head to Jay second after Kathy, as he's the only other person who knows the truth. I guess he'd have a pretty good idea that Jay would know what's going on with Ben. It doesn't add up for Peter that a breakup, which he thinks Ben caused by cheating, would be the cause for Kathy to mollycoddle him to this extent. Although I would say that, considering Ben is her son, it would actually be pretty standard for her to stand by him regardless. Peter's just feeling like he's being moved down the pecking order. Peter then reveals that he's been told that he can't tell Ben that he knows about him being the attacker, which is news to us as an audience, I think, as the warning originally was to not report Ben or she'd disown him. Unless that's the insinuation he took from the conversation with Kathy in the kitchen earlier, he seems to assume that Jay knows the truth as well, and sure enough, he can tell that Jay's not exactly surprised by the revelation. When Jay tries to explain to Peter, Peter doesn't want to hear it, having already heard it from Kathy. He doesn't care, and that's the thing, he's not interested in understanding why Ben did it, or even particularly interested in punishing him for it. He just wants in on this family secret that's making him feel like an outsider. After hearing that Peter intends to find out for himself what they're hiding with regards to Ben, Jay goes to find Ben in the Vic. Apparently that's where Kathy said he'd be, and Ben makes a dry remark about Kathy being a clairvoyant. It's probably less Kathy being psychic and more about Ben being predictable in this sense, I think. Anyway, Ben visibly panics when Jay reveals that Peter's been asking questions and knows that Ben attacked him. He projects that fear onto Jay for a moment when he accuses Jay of telling him. But Jay denies that. He doesn't know how Peter knows, but he knows. Considering the time that's passed, the idea that Lewis could have said anything is probably not even a thought in Ben's head. So he's unaware that Lewis orchestrated this extra little bit of drama that Ben doesn't need on top of everything else. He runs a hand through his hair, panicking while Jay tries to calm him, telling him not to panic, but to go and talk to Peter before he starts telling other people, or the police. Jay's sure he can win Peter round if he works with his mum on damage control. Ben's not so sure, and I think he's probably realised that this was the reason Peter was giving him looks over dinner. He doesn't think there's anything he can say, as Peter already hates him. And to be honest, he probably feels like he deserves that hate and lack of forgiveness, because it's Ben we're talking about. However, Jay reckons that if he told Peter the truth about what Lewis did to him, it might be enough to persuade him to let it go. And you can tell by the frown on Ben's face that he really doesn't want to have to do that. Of course he doesn't. He'd never want to feel like he was using his rape to garner pity or sympathy. And I don't even think he'd do it to avoid jail time. It would also involve admitting how fragile he is, and I'm not sure he's ready to admit that yet. Jay leaves him with that suggestion about doing the right thing, and Ben's torn. Torn because he knows jail time would damage his psyche further. But he also knows that he doesn't want to use his assault as a get-out card, because he knows he deserves Peter's anger. He's still angsting over it when Sam comes in shortly after, traumatised by the revelation that Phil has died in prison. Spoiler alert, he didn't actually. And additionally, that she didn't get a goodbye letter from him. She stands at the bar and spots Ben's lonely figure at the table and wanders over to speak to him. I think she's trying to gauge whether Ben knows about what's happened to his dad, but it becomes clear that he doesn't, as he's short with her and asks her why she's not at the launch. She goes to sit down and starts talking about Phil always twisting the knife in, 
even when you've done your best to please him and prove your worth. Ben knows a thing or two about that, and he says so. He wonders what Phil has done now, but Sam doesn't tell him anything, except that he'll find out soon enough. Ben's probably a bit unnerved by Sam's behaviour, as she's normally got her bullshit confident exterior on, throwing insults and digs left, right and centre. But here she's drained, and it makes Ben offer her a drink, especially as it looks like Phil is the problem. She doesn't want a drink, admitting she only came in here because she couldn't face being in Phil's house, which I guess Ben interprets as anger at whatever Phil's done to make her feel worthless. And he actually is an expert in that, so he imparts some wisdom onto Sam about his dad, that none of them actually matter to Phil. It's all about self-preservation at the end of the day, and not for the first time he uses a lion analogy for Phil, claiming he'd maul any one of them if he had to. And not only that, but it rubs off, meaning they all develop a self-preservation instinct as a result. It seems to give Sam an epiphany of sorts, which I think is to keep trying to get Kat to sign over the bar to her, self-preservation and all that, and it possibly helps Ben decide to talk to Peter about the attack as well, albeit without having to tell the truth about what happened to him. Ben ends up returning to a gloomy beel house where Peter's downing a beer on the sofa. Ben reveals that he knows Peter's been asking questions about him, but he's here now so Peter can ask away. Peter tells him that he knows it was Ben that attacked him, and Ben replies that it wasn't personal, but that he was in a bad place. And that's the truth, but he doesn't offer any excuses beyond that. He's done what he could to atone when Peter didn't know it was him by giving him the money for the wanted poster, knowing he'd have to keep it. And now he offers Peter the chance to get revenge by hitting him. He's willing to be punished for what he's done, is the thing, if it makes Peter feel better. We saw his regret that he accidentally hurt Peter, and we also know that a rape victim who hasn't properly healed from his trauma, being locked up away from any access to support, is the very worst thing for him and helps no one. Not even Peter, because, as I said before, I don't think he's actually interested in punishing Ben for assaulting him. He just wants to know why Kathy's running around making sure nobody upsets him. He claims it's Kathy he's thinking of here, that it's Ben's fault Kathy's faffing around after him. He doesn't know why, but he knows it's more than just Ben getting off with a couple of blokes behind Callan's back. It wasn't a couple, but this is Peter sticking the knife in, painting Ben as promiscuous. It doesn't occur to Peter that Kathy's supporting Ben because of something that's happened to him, rather than something he's done, and he goes in on making Ben feel as bad as he can, calling him selfish, claiming he doesn't care who he hurts, whose life he ruins. He even claims Ben got off scot-free for it all. Which is pretty funny to me, because Ben's one of the only people on the square who feels bad for what he does and also gets punished for it. Maybe not always in the traditional way, but we very much see ramifications for his actions. I mean, look at the state of him right now. He's at his lowest ebb, I'd hardly call that getting off scot-free. Anyway, Ben takes all this head on, and still doesn't mention what happened to him, why exactly Cathy's running around after him. He simply tells Peter that he's genuinely sorry. Says again that he wasn't thinking straight, just to make it clear he wasn't actually targeting Peter. And that Peter's right. Cathy doesn't need them at each other. He holds out his hand for Peter to shake, and Peter accepts it. When Ben tells him that family's important, Peter responds that he might want to remember that the next time he sees Cathy. Which is weird, because Ben doesn't actually want Kathy to mollycoddle him. In fact, he's told her to back off. It's entirely on Kathy. 
But I don't know, I guess Peter has assumed that Ben's orchestrated it somehow with something he's done. But that's the story of Ben's life. People assuming the worst of him. He's taking Peter's opinion of him on the chin, though, because I guess he thinks it's only fair. Not that I think it is particularly, but Ben might take it as his punishment for attacking Peter. So, an uneasy truce between Ben and Peter, which seems to rely on Kathy's actions next week. Her eagerness to support Ben might end up doing some damage as well.